Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Sometimes we don't know what to say. Just say hallelujah. That's the highest praise. Hallelujah. There are so many ways to say God in different languages. So many ways to say Christ, Jesus in different languages. So many ways to say every word in every language. But it's only one way to say hallelujah regarding every language. Arabic, hallelujah. Hebrew, hallelujah. You understand? Spanish, hallelujah. French, hallelujah. Russian, Dutch, hallelujah. North America, South America, hallelujah. Asia, hallelujah. Africa, hallelujah. God made sure he kept the highest praise regarding every language to be on one accord. The same way, the same spelling, the same pronunciation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. During this time, you and I are going to hear a lot of words about warfare. But let me tell you this. Do not allow it to take your mind and your attention off of victory. We are not in a battle. We cannot be in battle and seated at the same time. Spiritual warfare is not a physical of anything. We think about warfare, we think about trouble. We think about trouble, we think about combat, we think about weapons, we think about, you know, anything that's troubling. We think about suffering, we think about, you understand, fighting. But God say fight the good fight. So warfare is not bad. Fight the good fight. The fight is good. Fight the good fight of what faith? We wouldn't have no warfare within if we use our faith. The warfare is nothing but flesh and spirit going back and forth. Yes, no, maybe, so, no, I like, I can, I can't, I will, I won't, I will, I won't. Yes, no, yes, no. I got, I don't, I have, I don't. Go, stop, up, down, think, speak, talk, no. It's going back and forth. Even when it comes to overeating, your body say, I'm full. Your spirit said, no more. Wait till later. And our flesh saying, just two more bites. I mean, ain't no point of keeping two bites. But them two bites is more than what we think it is. It's gluttony. Stop spending without asking God. Stop spending and spending and spending and throwing away money on things we're not even using. And our flesh will say, well, I got it. Why not? Our spirit say, God, I'll go anywhere you send me. Send me anywhere, God, I'll go. And our flesh say, but God, I ain't know it's going to be like this. Maybe next time. Spirit say, Father, I'm ready to read. Body say, no, not right now. Watch TV. Going back and forth, back and forth. Our flesh is created to remain under total submission, under total subjection to our spirit body. Our spirits are not created to be overruled by the flesh. Because God would have never said, those who worship me must worship me in spirit and in truth. Many of us have the word warfare 
in our own way of comprehending. When we think about the word war, think about the battle is not ours. So that's not that type of war that we think it is. We're thinking about military stuff. Our weapons are not for the enemy. Our weapons are for our victory. Do you understand? Because of it, we look in too much into another direction when we are walking forward by faith in God. He's leading us. And when we talk about God, you understand beforehand, we do things beforehand, how he written things beforehand. Speak things into existence due to him seeing it beforehand, before you enter into your mother's womb. I knew the thoughts and plans I had concerning you. You know, I know when we hear God because it'd be so much confirmation, so much confirmation regarding the same matter. Many of us looking around everywhere to receive what we have within. It's not ever the time for us to be confused. Just because a message is positive, it has to be in season when you need a right now word. When I need a right now word. And God is addressing warfare. It's not what we think it is because everything that we think somehow is always naturally thought about first. And when it comes to God, nothing, nothing, is said or done naturally. It's supernatural. Everything about God, how he communicate with us, the visions, the dreams, everything is supernatural, but it manifests naturally. Warfare is not a natural word. Warfare is supernatural. God is that intentional. He had John, the theologian, away on the island of Patmos. It's a small island in Greece. To give John a vision. Every prophet, every prophetess are called away with God. A lot. It's like a long walk, but you're not lonely because you have to hear and while we're hearing, we have to receive what we're hearing in order to release so you can receive. When God received Moses' worship on the mountain, God began to, you know, acknowledge the Ten Commandments and put them on two templates. And how many of us know that he had to go over them with Moses first before Moses go over it with us as children of God? Because Moses broke one. Thou should not kill. He had to go through that process on that mountain. God could have had Moses to stay there. But God told him to get him out of there because you killed the man. Go. They looking to get you. Go. God told David, go, run. He would tell David everywhere he needed to run and how close people were on him. The star of David is just a form of protection. 
The Star of David is not the same as the North Star. The Star of David are two triangles, one upward and one downward. That means God protects us overall. We are fully equipped, fully protected. We have to look at God as who God really is. He's the highest. Nothing marks God by surprise. So when things are happening that we don't understand, somehow we try to fill in the blanks and put words there that God did not say because we're trying to understand naturally what God is supernaturally meaning unto us. And when we don't understand, we don't think about we not. We try to figure it out and come up with words that sound so intelligent But in the kingdom, it makes no sense. Because warfare is not negative when it comes to God's way of speaking. Warfare is using your faith. Warfare is knowing you always win. Warfare, knowing we have the victory. Warfare, knowing we already seated. Warfare, knowing that it is finished. Warfare, knowing that it is written that it is finished. Warfare is knowing that Christ came. Due to what Adam, I mean, yeah, Adam has done. Warfare. We think that warfare is us against demons. How can demons be against us? And we have the power. We have the victory. We have authority. God said we are more than conquerors. So why do I see myself in a battle that's not even mine? Christ said the battle is not yours. The battle is the Lord's. And guess what? He already won. He took the keys back. So we're not in a war naturally when it comes to fighting physically. The warfare is us using our faith spiritually and keeping our flesh under total submission. No, it's not what you want. No, it's what God says. Being fully persuaded on what God says. Being fully persuaded. Warfare on the inside is very, very, very tiring. It's going up and down. It's a roller coaster, like a seesaw, up and down. It's imbalanced. Yes, no, yes, no, yes, no. That's double-minded. That's being a busybody. I will, I won't, I will, I won't. God, I'm not going to do it anymore. I just did. Forgive me. God, I won't do it again. Forgive me. I did. Father, I won't do it again. Forgive me. I did. Father, I won't do it again. Father, I'll wash my mouth. I'm working on it. I'm working on it. He already worked it out. So what are we working on? That's warfare. And to know such knowledge and don't live such knowledge, that's warfare. We all know what it's like to walk with God, us who do. And to begin to have faith fall, that's warfare. Because why is it falling? Psalms 23, it says, Christ lead us beside the what? Still water. Stay right there. Still water. He does beside the still water. Now I'm going to bring you all the way up to the New Testament. When Christ is lying in the boat, they're waking him up. They're panicking. And what did Christ get up and say to the storm? Peace. What did he say to the water? Peace. Peace be what? Still. And he did us beside the what? Still waters. He did us into what? Peace. I'm up. I'm up. He lead us 
into a place of peace. Peace. Tell your mind, peace, be still. Tell your heart, your eyes, your ears, peace, be still. Don't be listening to a wrong message. Everybody's message is not a godly message. It could be a, you know, a positive message, but it doesn't mean that it's a faith. It doesn't mean that it's supernaturally correct. Line upon line, precept upon precept, glory to glory. We cannot remain the same way and going high and high and high and much higher than that. Everything has to grow. That is process. That's what process is in the kingdom, growth. Even trees go through a process from a root to a tree. A flower from a seed, you understand, to a stem, you understand. There goes the petals. Everything that lives go through a process of growth. That's why God dealt to every man the measure of faith, the size of a mustard seed, but it does not remain that way. Where would there be any growth if he started us, you know, at the point of excelling on a level of being high and not starting us low to grow. We're learning while we're growing. We're excelling while we're growing. We're acknowledging who we really are. Warfare is not outwardly. Warfare is inwardly. Going back and forth between two realities is going back and forth without agreement with God. And guess what? Stand up and continue on to praise. Continue to read your word. Stay in the face of God. Too many distractions for us not to be. Because Satan do not want us to transform. Think about all the superheroes that we have seen on TV. Spider-Man, perfect example. Peter Parker did not go around bragging about him being Spider-Man. He cared more about helping the day, helping people in distress, keeping people out of harm. But before he knew about what was on the inside of him, he was recognizing that there's a difference happening on the inside. And what do we normally do with that? We keep it in. No, it's different. I'm not used to this. I'm not used to this type of work. I'm not used to this type of, you know, ministry. I'm not, used to, I'm not used to using my faith this much. I'm not used to believing in God so much for something so great that's bigger than me. I'm not used to knowing who I am. I'm not used to receiving hugs. I'm not used to people telling me they love me. I'm not used to waiting for whoever God say he has for me. I'm not used to not watching earthly things, violence and cursing. I'm not used to not overeating and going to buffets and just saying, you know, I'm eating to be satisfied and not to be full. I'm not used to sowing seed on good ground and expecting a harvest in return from a world I cannot physically see. I'm not used to using my faith 
faith and walking by faith and not by sight. I'm not used to taming my mouth because usually I say whatever I feel and I feel and I'm going to say it. I'm not used to walking in love. I'm not used to embracing so much peace. I'm not used to walking around being joyful, but God is showing us who we are originally. What we're not used to, that's who we are. And when Spider-Man begins to realize he's trying to transform, he tries to stop it. He tries to stop the transformation. It's strange what is happening to me. No, no, no. And all of a sudden, there goes a day it couldn't stop itself. And it keep on transforming. And it keep on working itself until Spider-Man came out. And then Peter Parker began to realize you're more powerful as Spider-Man than you are Peter Parker. You're more better like this than you are like that. You are more powerful. You have more strength. You're flying around. Now you know you got Spidey senses. You're going high. You're soaring. Now you can't. No one can tell you nothing. About who you are. Because you already know. You discovered it. We're fighting the discovery of ourselves. And the enemy is trying to have us to think about war. To take our mind off of peace. Peace is contrary to war. You understand. John in the Adam of Patmos, he escaped a very tragic execution style punishment in an oil tank, boiling oil. And he got in and guess what? And climbed out. That was the first time that have ever, ever happened. Even when it comes to Hananiah, Azariah, and Mishael, but Nebuchadnezzar given the names Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. That was the first time Nebuchadnezzar ever witnessed an execution not going, you know, according to plan. Wait a second. It was three. Who was the fourth one? And when they exit out, Christ wasn't standing there with them. But he was inside with them. And they seen that. God want us to be, be, be who we are and stop fighting it. It's different. It's supposed to be. It's strange. It's supposed to be because it's not normal. We want to be normal so much. We don't want to stand out and be odd sometimes. I was fighting that my whole life because people would tell me that. You're different. You're odd. You're special. You're this. You are too. And it feels so good to discover who we are. Don't it feel good to just be with God and nowhere else? Don't it feel good to just be freely worshiping God? Freely honoring God, freely raising our hands, not just in congregations, but take that praise everywhere we go. And people begin to acknowledge that that's what you do. No, she's not crazy. She's praising God. That's one who praised God. Yes, let me go lift up my hands with her. God will use us to start Holy Ghost fire and set fires everywhere. There's darkness and darkness. 
But we have to be risk takers in order for him to do so. We have to give him the access to move. If he keep dealing with us regarding how we feeling within, then how can we ever be ready to help them out there effectively? We keep working on our mouth and the old man is lying down. So the new man supposed to have a negative mouth? No, it doesn't. The new man gossip? No, it doesn't. The new man lie? No. Cheat? Lie? No. Still? No. That's of the old man. So we have to really educate ourselves in God's presence biblically and receive what God is saying to us regarding these 66 books that every testimony is just like what we're seeing today and it's going to keep doing it and keep repeating itself because God is still the same and we still have the same enemy that's trying to do the same three things. So we have to really pay attention. Be sober. Be alert and watch. The enemy is trying to have us to go backwards. Feel like, you know, it's so much easier to do what we're familiar with. The things that we are familiarized with. Yeah, let me go back to those old friends. You know, they know me. They got me. Let me go back to the old relationship. Yeah, they know me. They got me. Let me tell you this. When it comes to marriage, if it's not of God, you got to get out of it. And when it is God, he will heal the marriage. There's no way God can write down a man for me. I married a man that he did not write down for me and then asked him to bless it regarding me. I don't even know me to even make a decision that don't agree with him. We're not going to try to put words on God by trying to understand when we put a lean not to our own understanding. How can God heal something that was never to be, you understand, together in such a way to even need to be healed? No, sometimes we try to connect the things that God's trying to break away. Just be honest about it. Sometimes we try to stay with people that God wants to pull us away from. Be honest about it. They don't suit us nothing good, mean nothing good towards us. Not helping us. And it's not walking away from them, but it's that God don't want us to be emotionally moved by what they keep trying to do because they are emotionally moved. He don't want nobody burdens on your back when he removed those from your back. He don't want your sleep to go from being sweet to not being sweet. He don't want your sorrow to go into joy and back into sorrow. It's to continue to go further and further. So warfare is for us to recognize, okay, let me keep reading my word and meditate what God is saying to me. Let me keep praying and stay prayed up. Let me stay in the face of God even more now because if I don't, if you don't, our body's going to start talking to us. Then we're going to stop doing what we usually do. Okay, we went from praying every day. Okay, we can pray every other day because we're not doing it as much. Now, guess what? Now, our bodies are trying to overrule our spirits. Okay, now, go to this place. I don't usually go to this place, but go to that place. Over this time to go somewhere and minister. Okay, well, I, you know, I can go this time. I'll go next time. You know, when it comes to anything, guys, we got to stay prayed up in his presence. If Christ interceded for us, how much more should we intercede for each other and ourselves? We're making mistakes, and I realize I can feel that we're making a lot of mistakes. And guess what? We repent and keep it moving, but not keep making the same ones. 
still making the same mistakes over and 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 over again. I was ministering last night to three men and they were all much older than me, like my grandfather's age. And they were all from different nations. One was from London, others from other places. And they all had these drapes, you know, like priests. But they were making mistakes. And God would lead us places that we think is a mistake, but God is just that intentional. John had no idea him ended up in Patmos, small island in Greece. He was going to receive that visitation from God about the war that broke out in heaven. And the war in heaven is not fighting physically. Trust me. Can't no demon touch no angel. The war in the kingdom was a disagreement. That's what the war was. A disagreement. Because Satan didn't just go around, you know, certain angels, certain places in the kingdom and try to have others to worship him. No, he went around the entire kingdom of God trying to see how many people, trying to get everybody to worship him. Everybody but God. And all those demons... Thousands and thousands, millions and millions of demons. That was the war. Them being kicked out. It was no discussion. But I want to, I just want you to visionize for a second that very day. It could have been supper time. There are times where we speak food into an existence, and there are times where we just, you know, cook food and just, you know, continue to use our hands, be crafty with the meals, and not just speak into an existence. You know, sometimes we want to cook. Want to prepare. And a lot of times we come together at one big table when we all can see each other. It's just that powerful at the same time. It's not you all the way down there. No, you see everybody everywhere at the same time and eat. And sometimes it happens like that. And I'm thinking, was it a time like that when Satan got up and tried to have others to come alongside with him? Just imagine when he got kicked out. Was it during supper time? And he, they, you know, God kicked them out. And Michael and the rest of the angels kicked them out. All the demons out. Kicked Satan out. And then went back to doing what they was doing at first. How do you think God felt knowing he just kicked them out forever? But how about God knew he was going to kick them out? God don't tell everything. He didn't tell Christ his own vision within, I'm going to make man in our image. No, he told Christ, now is the time to make man. Okay. And there goes Christ on our behalf when Satan got kicked out. Now it's time for salvation. God said, now it's time to make man. Here go Christ in Revelation. I just got that. Here go God in Genesis. Now it's time to make man. Here go Christ in Revelation. Now it's time for salvation. You understand? We looking at war and taking our mind off peace. Warfare is not Quenisha and my neighbor. Quenisha is Satan. No. The war that was in the kingdom is a, nothing but a disagreement. Because Satan prevailed not. There was no rumbling, no fist to fist, no sword to sword. It don't ever. That's violence. There's nothing negative in the kingdom. 
We use natural words and try to put it, try to put natural on super and super on. I gotta get up. God darn. You have to stop trying to put natural on super and put super on natural. It's not natural on super. It's super on natural. It's super on natural. Super means superb. Hallelujah. Even when it comes to the cartoons, like, you know, the turtles, Ninja Turtles. What's so amazing about the storyline, turtles are the slowest, you understand, animal, period. And yet, God put a man to make ninjas out of an animal that's considered to be very slow, and yet these guys were quick. They were ninjas. And every time they win a battle, they what? They eat pizza. And in the kingdom, every time they celebrate a person's life or victory, it's pizza. All kinds of pizza. Someone go home, it's a pizza party. That's like every day is pizza. A wedding pizza. And I mean all kinds of pizza. We think Pizza Hut, Papa John's, and I'm trying to tell you, you got to have some of God's pizza. <laughs> he has this big old oven. And I mean, it's huge. It'd be pizza sometimes the size of, man, a, a swimming pool, <laughs> a circular pool. I'm telling you, it'd be pizza that big enough to feed like one million people at once. And he'd be putting them in this big oven that size. All kinds of toppings, different sections of this. They even got um, dessert pieces. Mm, mm, mm. A lot of a lot of downloads. I'm not gonna say on here <laughs> because I have to use it. Yeah. I, I, one thing I don't play with is you know somebody like oh, I, oh I'm gonna use that. I'm gonna use that. Then that's good. That's good. But when it comes to God saying something to you all, I wouldn't use that. It's for you. Sometimes we have people that just just want to just leech off of everything. Oh yeah, I'm, oh yeah, I'm gonna get that. Oh yeah, that logo. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Oh, that song too. Okay, yeah. That hairstyle. Okay, yeah. Your whole entire DNA. Your whole entire. You understand outer appearance. Your whole entire purpose. Some people want to copy. That's why it's so important to minister as well, so they can know who they are and love who they are and know what they're here to do. Even when it comes to Charlie Brown. They used to always get upset with Charlie. Charlie, you're so stupid. Every time he lead them somewhere and it's not what they thought. Oh, Charlie, you're so stupid. Forget you, Charlie. And then Charlie would put his head down for the so bad. But guess what? Charlie never stopped taking the crew on a mission. He has a vision, a huge imagination. And sometimes he wind up taking them where they say they're going to go. And they toss up in the air. Yay, Charlie. Yay, Charlie Brown. Never stop using faith. Even if it don't look like where you're going, it look like. We have to see the arrival before we depart. Mm, mm, mm. I just felt that. 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 
Life with you, God, is so much better. I just felt that. Now, God, you feel this. We ask you to do it again. How about I do it again? Here's my faith again. Here's my praise again. Here's my worship again. Here's my believing again. Here's my trust again. Here's my endurance again. Here's my praise. Here's my giving of thanks again and again and again and again and again and again. No devil, no demon can touch me. No devil, no demon can do anything to me. I have power over any devil, any demon. I am authorized to use my authority against any living thing and not any living one because we all have authority. He said, I give you dominion over every living thing, not every living one. Many of us try to control others. Hallelujah. I had to really put that out there in the atmosphere. Because I had many people that say, well, you know, God, you know, God never tends for any of us to get a divorce. That's why it's so important to wait on him. But there's no way God going to write down a man for me or a woman for you. And I'm asking him to make sure that you make it right. That even if it's not, make it, it, make it to be that person for me. Have it to be. So what does it say about his writing when he don't make no mistakes? Is he going to erase the man he put before? No, he's not. So guess what? I have to give up my plans, my way, and receive his if I want the good life. If you want the good life, we got to stop trying to put our understanding naturally on what God is saying regarding everything. Everything means everything. It was a powerful word given yesterday. So good. And I mean so, so, so good. But sometimes a speaker don't have enough time to clarify certain messages. And don't I know what that's like. And that's why I go back and I erase some because I cannot copy edit on here. It's got to take the whole thing off. One sentence that's, you know, could be taken wrong. The whole hour is gone. And just redo it again. And I'm just that loving, that passionate like you are to go through that process again. As long as you get what I'm trying to say. That's the purpose and not get what I wasn't trying to say or how I was not meaning at all. You know, to be misunderstood. And the speaker wasn't able to clarify. You know, he was talking about a divorce. Yeah, God never intends for any of us to be in his will and get one. But if we're not in the will and we marry somebody... Like the word says, the only way to get that is infidelity is present. How about just hear from God regarding it, period. He will lead us in all truth. Because I know darn well God would not still want me to be in a lie. He would not want me to still go through what I was going through and putting myself through because of a lie. There's no way. And where would that put the right mind? No way. We are better together. Where would that put my soul with another man that's not even connected to be, you know, soul tied? It's no way. Or you with a woman. There's no way. I'm just that bold enough to say when we stop playing games without purpose, we can see the full manifestation present. We thinking God taking long. No, it's not God taking long. We just got to catch up. I'm not the one to say, oh, it took, oh, it was God's plan to wait all this time. No, God just used that very thing that I was walking in, I was in deception and prosper me. I'm getting up. And prosper me in it. 
God never said to Abraham, I'm going to give you a child in an old age. No, it just took Abraham and Sarah to come alongside with God that long. God don't have to have you to wait and me wait for years to prove that he can do whatever he can do. He don't ever have to prove himself and he never proved himself. When it comes to open up the windows of heaven, he said, prove me. When it comes to us giving, he said, prove me. When it comes to his identity as our God, he don't ever prove himself. That's why Christ always said, well, who do you say that I am? That's why God said to Moses, I am that I am. Because Moses looking like, what am I going to tell him? What am I going to tell Pharaoh? He don't know my God. He don't serve my God. I know he don't real true God, but he got his own God. He believe in his own God. He can kill me for talking about you. So who should I tell him that you are so he can believe me that you are who you say you are? Well, I am that I am then. You understand? I'm just that honest with my walk. It was never God's plan for what's happening now to happen now. I just thank God that I'm woman enough to discover who I really am and can receive it now. It's better late than never. How about that? How about me repenting for everything I ever done here? How about me saying, forgive me? How about me saying that I am forgiven? How about me saying I'm walking in the new? I'm walking in my true identity and I love my originality. How about me saying, Father, thank you. How about me saying to all of you, thank you. Thank you. Prayers work. This walk is alone. Do you know how much they had to lift up Moses? When you come away with God so much, it's a lot that takes place first within before you can release anything on the inside out to others for others to receive. So much is to be required. And you know what's to be required? It's not to be a hypocrite. Not to be the one so quick to ditch out and don't know how to take it back and return. Not to be a liar. Not to be misrepresented. By misrepresenting him. Not saying, God, you're good, and I'm going somewhere else doing something that you wouldn't even approve of. Not me just knowing what to say around certain people who I know love God and get around others who I know love God too, but we say certain things in certain ways about other people. I care about what he sees. I care about what he knows, and he sees everything, and Father, I love you. I love you so much. That's nice. Who is that? Mm-mm-mm. You know who just showed me their face in the kingdom? Because <laughs> I was just talking about their testimony. Pharaoh. <laughs> oh, God. They want to hear the ending of their testimony. Every person we read about in the Bible who did not believe in God, who worshiped false gods, or who persecuted those who worshiped God and all that, 
Then the kingdom celebrated with Christ. <laughs> then he had to bow and they tongue had to confess that Jesus is Lord. Pharaoh confessed. He's, that's why he showed me his face. Let them know I'm in the kingdom. <laughs> yes, you are in the kingdom, Pharaoh. Yes, you are, Nebuchadnezzar. Yes, you are, Judas. <laughs> I don't want anyone in this world to think that your loved one is in hell. Satan's not even there first. He's not even there yet. He should have been there first. <laughs> you understand? Hell is created for him. And if he's not there yet, he's in the pit. I visit different realms of the pit all the time. All the time. I had some people come to me. <clears throat> And they were operating witchcraft. They wanted to do a reading of, you're so special. I got a reading for you. You want a reading? No, I don't. I love you, though. <laughs> Are you a prophetess? Are you a psychic? I'm not psychic. You answer correctly first. And I'm going to tell you guys. I'm going to tell you. I am not the one to be like, you know, you know, uh, prophetess this or minister this or evangelist this or pastor this or you know apostle this and I'm going to tell you the, the reason why and we all know I already arrived before I even departed with this message right now about this point I'm trying to make you guys already aware why because so many of us misuse and abuse the titles you know it go too far we go too far with it excuse me not it but we we take it too far sometimes you know, we stop receiving the grace of God upon our lives by thinking it's behavior-based due to the title. And I was just like, you know what, Father? You know who I am. I know what I do. Let me just do me. And here goes God. You know, you are called by your name. Receive your name as you are called. It doesn't matter what others are doing. That's the thing. We're thinking about what others are doing, even though they are doing it. But how about we just be a example you know that's what a leader is an example hallelujah just being an ex <laughs> excuse me an example just being an example I started fresh today and I started fresh by making this home cooked meal everything from scratch for me and my kid because I'm taking my walk higher and much more serious it's not time to be out here playing around for real. It never was a time. I realized that more people know me than I thought know me regarding what I do out here. Whether it's on social media or not, people are socializing about what I'm here to do like they're talking about you. You're being talked about greatly right now because God is exalting you and exalting me. Now, I don't want to have someone disappointed to know I'm out here doing this and see me somewhere doing what I'm not supposed to do. That's like we go over someone's house and you understand and people going to do what they do. That's fine. We don't judge. But sometimes we look and be like, oh, I didn't know that. Okay. It went from, okay, now we praying and soaking to now when we start feeling comfortable, oh, there goes the mini bar. Oh, okay. Would you like a shot? Uh, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I drink a little bit, you know, I don't drink like that. You know, I don't do all that. And they're like, oh, no, I said that. No one can judge you. No, you're fine. You know, God knows your heart. Then now we went from soaking to now sipping. Now we know about each other in a way that we're not even supposed to know because that way supposed to be lied down by us being seated in heavenly places. 
So now we feeling comfortable to now drink and knowing that we wasn't like this before. And we both feel deep down within disappointed that now you know what I do that I know I shouldn't do. And we get around those who we know don't do. But man, you know what we do. And at first we didn't know. Now we do. No more of that for me. No more of that for you. Because God will firstly say to us, if we doing it behind closed doors and we feel some type of way to do it out in public, then maybe we shouldn't do it then. Why are we doing it? Why are we hiding? Why we have to go way state to state to do something that we don't want to want to see next door? What it is to operate in the new mind is to let go of the old mind. The new man don't gossip. The new man don't sip and trip. The new man don't want to fight and cuss people out or lie, manipulate. That's the old mind. So if we operate in that way, guess what? We can't be the new and the old at the same time. God said, you cannot serve me and mammon. It cannot be done at the same time twice. Two things at once. It's either one or the other with God. And if we're operating those ways, then guess what? That's the old man. That's the warfare. Keep picking the old man up. Let him die. Like Apostle Paul said, the life that I now live, nevertheless, not I, not I, not I, but Christ who dwell within me. My life is not mine anymore. It's his. So if my life is his, then why am I still doing me? And I mean, period, guys. It feels so good to make a fresh start and keep going forward with that start and not going a new video. Yes, God. He said new video. What new video? Me? Where? Mustard. What about mustard? New video with mustard. What are you saying? I don't know what you're saying to me. A new video. Mm. Ah, thank you. Okay. Yeah. Hallelujah. It feels so good. To make a fresh start. And I just, you know, was with my son and loving on him. And I was like, my son, sometimes we got to really remind ourselves that we are well assured. You know, we are well taken care of from God. So I had to stop thinking about my son. And, you know, he's 16. Okay, you be 18 soon. Okay, you about to be a, a junior in high school. Okay, okay, don't panic. Don't panic. You all right? Don't panic. He's fine. God got this regarding everything. Because sometimes we panic as parents. Oh God, these years go by so fast. Okay, calm down, calm down. Calm down. Let me give you guys a dream I had three days ago. <laughs> Let me tell you. <laughs> it was me and two other women. And these were two family members. <laughs> and the first family member, she was getting married within that week. So we had to plan very quickly. So she had everything she needed. She was just like telling people what to do. Like, I mean, can you do this over here? You know, she's getting our dresses that we wear and our hairstyle she wants to wear. We have one week for all of that. And that's what she had, a week. You have everything you need, but you have one week to get it done. And 
the family member that was in the middle, hers was two weeks after hers. So she's planning her wedding while she's preparing her with hers. <laughs> and she's like, okay, I'm helping you with yours, but you know, I'm thinking about mine because mine in two weeks after you, you know, you're getting married within a week. I'm getting married two weeks after you. I can't, you know, oh my gosh. You know, so she's planning hers while she helped her plan hers. And then I was the last woman. And it was like, I had two weeks after her two weeks, so I had a month. And I was like, y'all gonna help me? And it's like, oh, you got time. <laughs> don't cry me. <laughs> they say, no, I was within two weeks. Imagine this week. You got a month, you good. No, I like to be late for nothing. Help me too. I'm helping you and I'm helping you help you. Y'all gotta help me. They say, yeah, we're gonna help you, but it's not, uh, you know, an emergency right now for you. So I was like, okay, let me just start with something. <laughs> oh God. And it was like things that were around me was like, it was it was handcrafted. So I had to put these things, I had to do everything from scratch. It was it was like it was nothing packaged, nothing coming from Amazon, nothing being ordered online, Visa print, any of that. It was me making invitations. I started with the wedding invitations and I was cutting and pasting and coloring and all I was like, oh my God. I feel like I'm in preschool. I have all these, you know, all this art supplies in front of me for a wedding invitation. I would never make my own wedding invitation. So I had scissors, markers, pens, glue, glue sticks. I was like, oh my God, what kind of mess is this? I said, y'all back over here, help me. <laughs> but I wasn't panicking. I just knew I had to get it done. And I woke up, I was like, God, really? Really? What do you mean? And God said, remember I said to you, Walt Disney? Walt Disney World? And I'm like, yeah. I'm thinking, you know, I'm going on a vacation. You know, Walt Disney World. God said, no, that was spiritual. What's the storyline of everything that's Disney? Happily ever after. In the beginning, it was a little trouble, but at the end of every Disney movie, it's happily ever after. Even 101 Dalmatians, Lady and the Tramp, Mermaid, you understand, Beauty and the Beast, Cinderella, Snow White, you understand, all of that. Happily ever, it was always a great ending. It was always a happily ever after. And we all call it a fairy tale. And God said, your life is not a fairy tale, but it's a story to tell. Very much, you understand, there's so much significance. Very much regarding being rewarded. Happily ever after. Because I love you. That's what I was trying to say to you. Your life. The storyline of your life, the beginning, the middle, and the end, which never ends. Happily ever after in your past. Happily ever after regarding your present. Happily ever after regarding your future. Happily ever after. Not a fairy tale, but my story to tell. And I said, okay, what about this dream? Why was my last? Why was mine? No one helped me. Why was I even making my own invitations? Why had all those arts and crafts? God said, Quinesha. Because those who in the back are positioned to be in the front. Those who are last are now being made first. It's not about what you see naturally. The first woman that you see, it looked that way. But things are subject to change. What may look like may not be. What don't look like may be. 
Just stay with me. Listen to me. You are on the front line. You are not in the back. And the reason why I had yours to look the least because yours is actually being one of the greatest. And the reason why you didn't have any materials and you were doing everything with your own hands, trying to figure out what can you do with your hands because you didn't have much supplies. You didn't have the resources that they had. And let me tell you why, because I am your source. I'm taking care of you. You don't have to come up with anything. You don't have to put anything together. You don't have to draw anything, write anything, already written it down, already made it plain, already drew it for you. You already a portrait. Your life is a portrait. It's a image. It's a vision. You don't have to lift a finger. I'm taking great care of mine. You were trying to do it yourself because you were looking around to see what they had and what you didn't have. And I want you to know I am that for you. I am that for all of you. But you giving me access to be all that I am to you. Everybody doesn't do that. Some give me access for healing and some don't give me access to what they say out their mouth. Some give me access for praise, but some don't give me access for them to work with their faith. Some give me access with joy, but don't want to give me any access to release peace. Some don't want to give me access to show them that I am who I say I am. Many asking, will I? Will I do it for them? And my answer is always yes. According to my will, some just want to say the beginning of a statement and don't say the whole scripture overall. Some say, I give you the desires of your heart. Many are thinking they get whatever they want. But I say, according to my will. So you can't just be out here wanting any old thing. You have to submit to my will. My will, my way. So that's why yours was looking like that. Because you don't have to do anything I'm doing it all for you. And God gave me a dream two nights ago on my wedding day. There I was in the back. You know, the bride is the last to come out. And guys, everybody that was there in the back with me, we were all rushing, trying to get things together. And I noticed in the back, so many things go on, but many that's, you know, in the service, you know, the guests not aware because they only see what's being presented and we're not presenting nothing like that. So we go through that process of rushing in the back. Some people running late behind. We're like, oh my God, hurry up, hurry up, hurry up. It's about to get started. There's so much going on in the back that many don't know about. And guess what? Majority of the time, it's the groom. He don't know. He's the first one out there. He don't know what's going on in the back room. You understand? This man was in the, you know, in the front of the church and I can feel him. I felt his presence there. So excited at the same time, emotional, but holding back tears. I'm like, but well, wow, I'm at this moment. Here I am. And I can see him in a vision while I'm back in the room. Like, oh my gosh, you know, who, what you coming to hurry up and get here. And you know, people who know names mentioned, but I seen everybody face. They were running behind and then everything that was trying to work out. It didn't, it wasn't working. And so the grooms, you know, groomsmen and the bridesmaids, you know, they begin to walk out. I was like, oh my God, after them, then, you know, it's not too long before me. And I had this dress and it kept changing on me. 
the dress kept changing. It went from a dress, a wedding dress, to now a five-piece dress. And I'm like, how can I put this together? I got to put this, and you got to put it on the way how it looks in the picture. So I had to put on all these layers. Like, oh, my God. And it wasn't easy to do. So the bridesmaids and the grooms are going out. So there goes this song I'm hearing, and it's almost time for me to come out. And I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm about to come out. <laughs> and all I hear is this angel singing a song that I never heard this way of singing before. It was definitely a song from heaven. I never heard a voice in such a way. I never seen such. I never heard such. And I was just like, you know what? It is what it is. <clears throat> the shoes that I had on, they didn't fit my feet. I don't know. For some reason, the shoes kept changing. The dresses kept changing. And I was like, I don't like any of this what I'm seeing. All the shoes. I'm just going to walk down the aisle with no shoes. I don't care. I'm wearing this mat. And before I even walked out, I woke up. And I was like, God, what is that even about? <laughs> and I began to lift that day up. That everything runs smoothly in accordance of plan. That it be no difficulties. That I can fit my shoes. <laughs> you can't cheat your feet. I don't care how cute shoes may be. <laughs> but if they don't fit, <laughs> people going to know they don't fit. Because <laughs> your walk going to be different. It's gonna, it hurts. <laughs> Walking with feet hurting. But I don't know what this is about because I'm a person that plans before planning. Like, I wouldn't have bought no shoes I didn't already try on first. It wasn't like that in a dream. It was like everything about what I was trying to do or what everybody was trying to do, it just wasn't working according to plan. But it was still running smoothly. And this man, I was like, oh my God, he out there waiting for me. Oh my gosh, <clears throat> he's waiting. Let me hurry up out here and marry this man. And God wanted me to get out of that dream. It's a remain calm. You know, sometimes we overthink, we overdo things. We want to be so perfectly. Just let it be. Just let Holy Spirit move. Because I didn't even have that dress on. I don't even know. what I, I wore a regular outfit going in the aisle. No shoes. I had no shoes on. My mother was like, you're not wearing no shoes. I said, I don't care. Nothing going to stop me from wearing this mask. And all I can think about is I walked down there. He see me like, oh, okay. <laughs> I ain't expect you to come out there looking like this. <laughs> you understand? But that would never happen. But it was just God telling me. Just remain calm. Remain calm. Enjoy that day and see it for what it is. You know, it's holy and presentable. Sometimes we worry about things too much. You got more people on your side. I don't have that many people on my side. Guess what? We are all one big family. You wear this, I wear that. I want to be a maid on. I want just enjoy, you know, the holy matrimony. The ceremony. You understand? That's what God was trying to tell me. Just enjoy it. Don't, don't even expect everything to be so perfect. But know that it's heaven sent. Know that it's blessed. Know that it's in my will. And I said, thank you, God. But I can feel that service right now. That dream, I felt the day of. And that day felt so rewarding. It was so bright, so sunny. And all I could feel is the joy that this man had standing there waiting for me to come out. And I wasn't going to allow no shoes to keep me from coming out. 
I can sense when I really, you know, lead up to getting married naturally. If, if he, I don't think he's going to hear this, this episode for you guys. But I don't want nobody to say, Q, check your shoes. <laughs> your shoes straight. <laughs> yeah. God. You understand? But I just wanted to just share. It's my time for now. Greater is he that's in us than he's in the world. Thank you guys for praying for me. You see the fruit of your labor. Thank you. I love you.